back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. Joined by my co-host, Sally Young. Sally, uh, can you tell us why you have a bottle of champagne, un- uncorked? I'm no, sorry. it's corked. I'm sorry, corked, and three glasses, uh, three champagne flutes in front of you. Because your girl just passed boards. Which officially means I'm a CRNA. We have a clap That's track right. on there, Will. A what? A clap track. What noises do we have on the? We don't. We don't have any for that. I'm okay. sorry. Give yeah. her like a. Give me something. I don't. I don't have anything. <laughs> well, uh, hey, school. I said, forget about it, cuz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, congratulations. I, thank you. I am gonna pop this live on air and hope that it doesn't do hit need, anything. If you need help, I, I, I've, I can. <laughs> You gotta use your thumbs. I, I'm not, I don't want it to go flying, so I'm Sally, gonna twist it off first. Give me the bottle. It's happening. Oh! oh! Yeah! And it's not even gonna spill out. I oh, know, and I beautiful. popped it right next to the microphone, but you should have seen uh, Will and Dylan's faces while that happened. Well, and little, I'm pouring. I was a little you worried. Hear those bubbles? That's right. That's Th- the that sound. That might actually of show up, yeah. Celebration. Well, uh, we're all very proud of you and very happy for you. I think Will might be the happiest of, of everybody. I here. do wanna say. Thank you. That's not for me. That, give me like. I no, just, you're getting. That, I want like not a t- even that much. I just want to sip. Champagne. You're I, getting I gotta, it. <laughs> I, I, I got to hit the gym after this. I'll say champagne. Um, I do want to thank Will for putting up with me these past three years. Yeah. But Dylan, I also want to thank you because when you asked me to be on this podcast, I was super psyched about it, but told you pretty much up front that I wasn't going to be able to be here. I knew what to expect. A lot of the time. And I knew that there's a finish line in, in all this. And here we are at the finish line. A what line? Uh, finish line will it come on and also i would like to thank all of the really nice fans who reached out and like congratulated me yeah and wish me i luck. saw that very nice so of them. thank you to all those people well it's been a long road dylan you're drinking all that it's gonna help I'm, you i'll have the gym. i'll have a sip or two no you have to drink that that's not even that you much can't, you can't dylan, make, the thing about champagne is once you pop you don't stop this isn't pledge chips Here, you can't make that's me drink. a little less okay we got a toast to sally cheers will this clink. is all about me now. Clink. You're too far away, so let's just air clink. You got to right. look each other in the eyes, too. I'm not doing that. That's weird. That's weird. Okay. We can proceed with the podcast now. <sighs> Ooh, it's rosé. Thanks for indulging me. In yes. That. Well, we're very happy for you. We were talking about you have three, um, you have a lot of free time coming up. I have a lot of free time coming up. And you're up. filling some of that by taking three vacations in a month and a half. One could say that, yeah. Yeah, so not that, even a month sounds, and a half. Well, like that sounds yeah, tight. like five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good for you. When you haven't, well, must be nice. No, you put in work though. Yeah. So this is uh, your reward. We're happy for you. Yeah, you're not lacking vacations. And you know what? I'm not going to tell anybody about my travel thoughts this week. So why not? That's important. I think people got upset that I was hashtag real into the Sal, Southwest. Sal gal, what is it? Sal gals. Sal gals. Yeah. But. Yeah, let's let's get it on this pod. <laughs> okay, okay, yes, ma'am. Uh, the hotline number eight 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 three six two mail m a i l. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. If you prefer to write in, you can do so. There's a link in the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. Are we ready? We're ready. Oh yeah, I didn't even intro Will. We got Will on the mic today. Dave's not here. Yeah, me. He was supposed to go hunting. I don't think he's even going anymore. I think it got canceled. Yeah. So we got. So he's just having an, a so relaxing just take, day. He's probably at the gym by now. He's getting a spa day off right now. Yeah. You know yeah. how Dave does it. 
get to steam in. Yeah. Do y'all have a guest pass that I could come use so I can just come use your gym uh, while I'm absolutely off for I do. Two months. Okay, cool. Well, you can only use it one day. It's like well, I know, but okay. like one day of working out versus zero days of working out, it's probably better. Yeah. Come on, okay. come on with it. I'm mostly just there for the amenities. I'm gonna only use the steam room. I've so. offered it to Will a million times. He's never taken me up on it. So. So. Uh. All right. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I was born ready. Will, if you don't mind reading the question, sir, number one. Sure. Dylan, Dave, and Sally. I mean, Dave's not here. Me too. Um, what the fuck is up? It's your boy Kobe from the city of the Purple Sprite. That's Houston. If you don't know Dylan, you idiot. It's rude. Got a nice, fest- nice festive question for y'all. I'm 22 years old and I'm hosting a Christmas sweater party this Saturday. I've never hosted a festive party before and was hoping y'all could give me some recommendations on some fun things to have at said party. Keep in mind that a majority of these people will be around my age, 22. I'll stop typing and listen. It's this weekend. Um, Is this a current question? So he's going to hopefully hear it? Yeah, yeah. Damn, does he have time to buy a circling back Christmas sweater? I was going to ask if it's too late to rebrand and make it a turtleneck party. I used to throw turtleneck parties. Oh, that's a fun one. It's it's a nice it's a nice change of pace to the ugly Christmas sweater party, which I feel like is it's done a lot, and I know that we sell them. So I you're probably, shitting on your own. Sweaters. I probably shouldn't do what I'm doing now, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Should circling back release a turtleneck rebrand to a turtleneck party because everyone feels a little ridiculous in a turtleneck, except for maybe Will. I think you're wearing one right now. By I, the way, I actually am wearing a turtleneck right yeah. now. Um, I well, I think a, a ugly sweater party pretty much translates to just like wear festive shit. So I I had one um, back when I lived in Houston and I was about the same age. And I think I wore some hideous sweater vest, but like a giant bow on my head. Some people had turtlenecks on. I, I think now people like to go outside the box anyway. So maybe maybe don't rebrand, but really encourage getting into the theme than just like... Yeah. Because the thing about the ugly Christmas sweater now is... That it's become really commercialized, i.e. y'all have your own. And it, it's not the ugly Christmas sweater your mom had from the 80s. It's like whoever, although the designs that uh, Circling Back has are, or washed have, are amazing. So go grab yourself one. They are pretty tight. I personally have the Always Trim Your Wicks, even though I'm not Jewish, but I love it. So I want to get just a circling back one that has our faces on it. I like the faces too. Uh, I'm going to get the Wilmons one that uh, may or may not be dropping this week so are we actually making that yeah <laughs> but that being said there's That's a couple ridiculous. things oh it's been made i really love about having a really festive christmas party one is when i did it and i was really young i asked for because i was broke and didn't couldn't like provide everything i asked people to like bring appetizers like my close friends so a lot of my friends all brought different things yeah to nibble on which was easy I'm going to say have a signature drink that you offer to yes. everyone. Here's two ideas I have, unless you're going to say one. Well, I was going to say we just went to the the Merriman Christmas cocktail uh, hour uh-huh, recently. And they uh-huh. had sangria, which was great. And it was delightful. Christmas sangria. Yes. Eggnog is another one. Eggnog. Here are the two that I think are really easy. One is just um, basically boozy cider. It's super easy. We used to do this all the time in college. You get Captain Morgan 151 spice rum mm-hmm. you put like a whole bottle of that in and then you just do apple cider and heat it up and it's delicious and people get so 
drunk. It's so great. The other thing is white Russians are actually really fun. Yeah. And easy to make. Yeah. Um, I totally agree about the signature drink. So like pick one thing and then obviously people are going to bring wine and beer, things like that. But pick one thing that like you are going to provide, make it fun and festive. Sangria is great. Any like white Russian eggnog is a little difficult because you got to deal with eggs unless you can get no, just buy the, the unless you buy and shit. It's the, easy. Yeah. And it tastes great. But like hot spice cider was so easy. Um, another one is peppermint schnapps hot chocolate, but not as effective. I would say, um, this guy sounds like he needs a two ingredient drink. I'm yeah. telling He's you, 22. 22. Guys, He's not going to be ordering I'm telling like you, this is what we did in college. Like Captain Morgan 151 or any spiced rum and apple cider. And then you just heat it and pour in mugs and no one can taste it. And you get your friends will be obliterated. Okay. It's so fun. Why Russians are great, but it's too many ingredients. You just need too good, much dairy. You need good tunes. and You need a drink. Great Christmas playlist is the other fun. one. And then I'd like, you know, good Christmas decorations. Brett had a great tree up um, at his Merriman Christmas cocktail hour. Um, you don't need to do a lot of stuff. I mean, if your friends want to like do a white elephant or something, but that adds a whole element to the party that like can kind of kill the vibe instead of people just like drinking and being merry. Not that it wouldn't kill the vibe, but just then you've got to like play a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can I so, ask a question? Mm-hmm. Of course. Are mistletoes canceled in 2019? See, I was going to suggest that. Because a bunch of twenty-two single 22-year-olds, honestly, a mistletoe could be really fun. They can have yeah. a lot of fun with that. But you have to make sure that the squad is uh, you know, very down with each other. Yeah. Because you don't want to piss anybody off or have anything weird happen. People who are it. drunk who are single are looking for a reason to like kiss under the mistletoe. If I'm drunk like. and single, I'm camped out under that mistletoe. Yeah. Just yeah, catch, just, catch me just under that mistletoe. Hammer and nog under the toe. Yeah. Hammer and nog. Just you can't be hammer and nog it. before you suck face though. Why not? I don't know. Yeah, you can. It it It's not like... It's kind of thick. I like... Now that I'm done with board, should we like have a second Christmas party that no. I can like? Should we have really... a turtleneck party? You skipped the first one. Should we have a turtleneck party? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I was actually thinking the day after my graduation or the day of my graduation, G Town Get Down turtleneck party. Oh, G Town Get Down? Yeah. Georgetown Get yeah. Down at my parents' house, hot tub. Will? Dude, we get it, Sally. You're excited you're done and you yeah. want to drink. No, I'm, I'm like, like, stop like planning parties. Stop planning so many parties. I'm like about to, I am in a turtleneck. Do you have remorse about our Christmas party and the fact that you couldn't drink during it? I have a lot of remorse. We had fun. I'm pumped for this guy. I'm about to cancel my trip to Chicago and go to Houston and like go to his party. You hang out with 22 year olds in Houston? And yeah. Like, drink get, rum and y- get yes. hammered. I the absolutely city of the purple am. sprite. As the host, your outfit needs to be very on point. Absolutely absurd. Maybe mix in uh, a Santa hat or... or uh, Elf ears. Should he dress up as Santa? Maybe one of those sweaters that lights up. <gasps> Ooh, maybe he should dress up as Santa. Or or get one of your friends to dress up as Santa and then have him take pictures with everyone all night. Maybe one of your pervy friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have a sit on my lap situation. No, yeah. not, don't get your pervy friend to have people sit on his lap. Yeah, not okay. the pervy friend. This is, this is totally off friend. topic, but still on topic. I always thought if I had a Christmas time wedding, that instead of doing a photo booth, I would just have a Santa and have people do pictures with Santa. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Yes. So someone who's going to get married at Christmas, please steal that idea because I think it'd be so funny. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have another sip of I my rosé over pumped here. pumped for this guy. This, this question makes me want to drink this rosé. Yeah. You got to make sure your friends are into it, though. Like, they got to be ready to go all out. Tell them they can't enter the premises without if they're not dressed up. Yeah. 
Make that very clear. Yeah. That was a rule for my turtleneck party. Yeah, you couldn't you come in unless you were necked up. Don't be <laughs> necked up. Don't be the loser who like just wears a green sweater and calls it Christmas. Yeah, what a dumbass. That's stupid. Will's in a green sweater right now. <laughs> it's, actually a, saying, like, it's actually a wool bomber. Oh, it's a yeah, green it's a wool, wool bomber, bomber, Sally. Okay. Figure sorry. it out. God, pump for this guy. Yeah. Okay. Chill. <laughs> sorry. You know what this guy could use after a long night of partying with a bunch of 22-year-olds at his apartment? Like Postmates or something? Dude, he's not going to want to cook anything. Because when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., maybe even some ibuprofen at 10 a.m. That's what he's going to need. You can just Postmate it. I bet, I bet he could Postmate a Chick-fil-A chicken tender or chicken nugget. That's not a bad idea either. For the party. Cool. People yeah. love snacks at there parties. There it is. Postmates it because you're already going to be drunk, so there you got to do it. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores, and even traditional retailers that you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to this store. You don't even know where the store is at this point. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Do you know how you get that, guys? Tell me, Will. You download the app on iOS or Android for free. And you browse local restaurants and businesses and you track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code MAILIN. That's code MAILIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code MAILIN. I just got a call from Big Game Brett while we were recording. Dude, what's he doing? What is he? First, he misses the first podcast this morning. Then he calls during the second one. How what dare is, he ghost us? What is he doing? Probably out to lunch and not postmating it like an idiot. Good point. Do you think he's definitely not using code mail in for $100 of free credit <sighs> in your first That's seven days? Oh, he needs a key to the office because the internet is getting installed today. Ooh. Can you postmate it to him? <laughs> you probably could, actually. He's, Just... he's going to swing on through. All right. Let's do the next one, Will. DSD, Dylan Sally DeFries. There's a guy in the squad group text who barely contributes. However, when he does, it's seemingly always in the middle of a conversation. He typically drops an unrelated and rarely funny meme or something that something related to an inside joke. Is there any way to get this bozo to knock it off without calling him out? Or is a public shame the move? Thanks. <laughs> I included this because we have one in our group. Every text thread has one. And he goes by the name Dave Ruff. Oh, Dave is, Dave is that. Dave guy. absolutely does this. Did he, you put this on this episode just so that we could drag Dave while he wasn't here? Well, actually, when I when I put this on here, I was under the assumption that Dave would be would producing be here so, so, we I could dra- roast, drag so I could roast him to his face. Okay. But like when we were trying to plan the um, the ski trip, for example, he didn't chime in. Noticeably and then, and then absent he, for a long time. Then he drops in like um, a, uh, a Spice Adams. He does the, the laugh thing like out of nowhere. Like, Dave... I know you're trying to do bits over here and you're a content guy and I have to respect that because that's what we do for a living. But like we're trying to plan a trip and we right. need your input. Dave, this is Dave. The reason this is annoying. <laughs> no, but I don't Okay, mind. but this guy, Dave's more universally loved than it sounds like this guy is. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. We, we will never, we would never consider taking Dave out of the group chat because no. his contributions are very good. Exactly. It's just when you're trying to actually plan something, Dave can derail it a little bit. Right. The Yeah, the reason that that is an issue is because he's, this guy is like not contributing at all. Dave ski trip is a, a different example because it's like we needed an answer. But 
to not respond when like to the conversation at hand when y'all like my group chat right now has the same situation going on. One person's always absent and we're all talking about like, you know, um, probably whatever Taylor Swift song is out currently or some random social topic. And she will always just randomly chime in like 50 messages later, which all of us have a tendency to do. Cause you know, when you come back to a group chat and you're like, Oh my God, just cut up. So sorry. Yeah. She doesn't even like acknowledge that she's read anything else. She'll just like drop one thing and then peace out again for like four more hours. You're like, what's the point of you being here? You know what I'm saying? It can be frustrating. Um, <laughs> when you're trying to like actually accomplish something, have a, a productive discussion. Right. If he, I, I, I think you only call this guy out. You don't want to seem like a dick, but you only call this guy out if like he is derailing the conversation that you're currently having. Yeah. If he's just or, being unfunny. Or a trying nuisance. Because be- it sounds like even to the like memes and stuff he's dropping aren't even like funny or relative to what's going on. If he's swinging and missing on his jokes, but he's not actually derailing conversation, just. Is, he, is this guy sending buried. Parks and Rec gifs and stuff? <laughs> like you can't be doing that in 2019. Is, is he sending office gifts? I think you just start thumbs downing every message he sends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it really it does depend on how like <laughs> open the group chat is. Because I feel like I could never do that to one of my girlfriends, but I feel like guys' group chats are a lot more cutthroat than girls' group chats are. But maybe I'm just maybe that's my friends. I but I do think that you can obviously call this guy out. You're on a group thread with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If he's in your group thread, you're close enough to him. You can. Like, don't unless he like, like dude you're being a boner like, you could start your own bit where every time he does it you just delete him from the thread and then re-add him like <laughs> a, or do a thumbs down or do whatever where you're just like dude seriously i also like the move just of uh removing yourself from a thread like oh removing yourself from the thread is such a passive aggressive dylan move. has left the conversation the, it's a swag move the, i love yeah. it it's like i'm out of here Fuck i this. love I'm it out. will has uh done that a couple times on some of our family threads <laughs> That's, that's bad boy shit. And, and yeah. I will also say my brother-in-law's done this exact same thing, mostly because he's like, stop, I don't want any more notifications. To be clear about, I've only done it once, first and foremost. And to be clear, I never would have left had he not left seconds before me. And I was like, oh, if there's a time to go, it's yeah. right now. Because like, I wanted to make a statement. The door yeah. that he left is still open. Just, just jump through. I just too. slid Jumped right through. Right yeah. yep. I think the leaving the conversation is a really passive-aggressive move. Extremely. Like... Yeah, I don't think this guy sending unfunny memes is warranted. <laughs> you just leaving the thread. Oh man! But you could remove him and then add him back in. Doesn't your well, y'all do it on Viber or something, right? Because one of your friends is abroad. So don't can't you add people on and off like whenever you want? We do that in uh, Lily, in her uh, husband Drew's group chat. Uh-huh. We do that often. Just take people off and on. Yeah, we have a group chat from the bachelor party, party and if we're gonna, it's like they will take someone out, roast them, and then add them back in. (laughs) And that's that's messed up. It's so good though. It's so fun. Wait, do they know that they've been left out? No, you don't know. Oh yeah, because if you get removed, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't see the text anymore. But but then if you re-add it, it just it's like the conversation just picks up again. Picks up. Oh, that's pretty. It's good. I like it. We all. I've also what seen it done. What if it's happening to you and you don't know? Don't care. You got to be careful with that. The uh, the other thing that I've seen done is that when Drew is in this, we would remove Drew when we needed to talk about stuff that he could not be involved in. Oh, like 
Presents. Like a, a groomsman yeah. gift or something right. like that. And so we would, yeah, so Drew would get taken out. And it's kind of a good little strategic move, but you just can't forget to re-add the person in. I swear this happened one time. One of my friends added himself to a, an existing conversation, and I have no idea how he did it. How? I don't know. I've been, it's, it's bothered me. This was like five years ago. Did you just it's bothered fry him? me ever since. He's like I was secretly like, a coder at I said, Apple. And he... I said, Michael, did you just add yourself to this conversation? And he was like, yeah, I did. I said, how did you do it? And he's like, I'm not telling you. It that freaked me out. He, Maybe, he, is it possible that he figured out every single person that was in the group chat? He knew like all the people in it. And then he made his own group chat with the same name. That's possible. And then he texted everybody. That's possible. Because no, if, if you just because like, it would have shown up in a different thread, even yeah, with the but same maybe name. he, maybe I just didn't realize that happened. No, I need to know how he did this. I, I want to start doing this. Yeah. Oh no, because then the the, the prior the prior text would be missing. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. It, like I said, my mind has been all in of the tech people out since. there. Please let us know how to do this because it's freaking me out. Technology me. people, not Texas Tech. He's not very tech savvy though. Huh? Maybe there's an app. Who knows? Wild, wild stuff. Crazy. We have a voicemail. Hey, what's up, guys? This is the uh, Doran is my daddy guy from the uh, Patreon. Only the real backers know. Uh, Jalen Hurts is still average on a good day. Anyways, uh, I work in finance, and there's this guy in IT, and he doesn't wash his hands ever. Every time I go to the restroom, I usually see him there, and he goes straight from the stall or the piss locker and straight out the door. And the worst part about it is we're introducing a new uh, technology system in our company, and he's touching everyone's mouse and keyboards and all that. And I kind of want to address it, but how should I go about it? Uh, thank you. I love you. And, uh, yeah, hook him. Okay. I, this, uh, this just angers me. It's very gross. I, I wish Dave were here because he really – I mean, Dave, who washes his hands like this would really off, upset. Dave. Would, you, okay, yeah, you wish Dave life. was here. Just for, okay. No, but this Aww. would ruin Dave's life. Um, it's so selfish not to wash your hands because you you, can, you cannot be not washing your hands and then touching everyone else's shit. No, without your actual shit on your hands, still, that's mm. gross. The, the move here is to either go to HR or the you know your manager, and you need to send a company wide memo. You, you've got to tell someone. Oh, you have to. Because that, like, what you do in the privacy of your home, own home, if you don't want to wash your hands at home and then touch everything, that's your prerogative. Whatever. That's gross. But, like, you you cannot not, like, that's just a public societal norm. Like, you've got to wash your hands. That is, though, why, like, public bathrooms, like, really freak me out and why I won't ever touch the door handle on public no, restrooms. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, people who haven't washed their hands are touching it. Oh, yeah. Like, but then you're just, this guy's just leave. It's so mind blowing. Even like, if you're just you going number one. I yeah. Mean, you're still like, it you're, doesn't touching, matter. you're touching your, your thing. Ugh. Like, that, so gross. <sighs> Put some soap on your hands, sir. This like, is really upsetting. And look, I've seen people who leave the number two stall and, and don't do this. And, are you serious? Oh yeah. I've seen it. Well, see girls, you don't know unless you've like been in there long enough yeah, to but, know that they're going number two. So guys, obviously guys, it's like a lot more obvious. Guys in Will, don't you always use the stall with the door to go number one? Yes. <laughs> if it's available, I will be using a stall. Do you wash your hands after? Yes. Okay. I've had conversation with someone after I caught them, like not washing hands after going number two. And they're like, well, I didn't like touch poop. I just touched the toilet paper. 
Like, dude, your hand's down. You there don't with know all for sure. Shit. Like, you disgusting. don't know. Your hand was near a toilet. It's touched everything else in there. I mean, honestly, I probably wash my hands a uh, hundred times a day. And even that, like, and because I have to for my job, but right. like as a society, we're probably washing our hands a lot less than we actually should be. Like, if you think about all the shit that you touch in like a 30 minute period, even like you should be washing your hands probably. So to actually go to the bathroom and then not wash your hands is so gross. Please, please, people, if you're listening and you are one of those people, please wash your hands. And also, if you're not one of those people and you catch them, call them out because I think that's important. And this guy, I think, should bring it up with HR because, like, yes. that's just that's asking to get like hepatitis B or A, whatever, or or the flu or that's how shit. I mean, even even if he's like. The thing is, he's clearly not washing his hands after he goes to the bathroom, but he's also probably not washing his hands after or like coughing into his hand, you know, and then touching everything because he has to go to every person's computer. It's I'm horrified by if this. I if I can weigh in real quick, Please. like the IT person has more power at the company than anyone else. They can they can not only like figure out what you're doing and just like throw you under the bus, but like he has access to every single thing there. He should not be touching all of that with his dirty ass. On hands. that note, though, maybe you need to talk to somebody in person no. so he can't trace it back yeah. to you via yes. your email. If you report him to HR and like he has to start washing his hands, it cannot come back to you. If it comes back to you, you are screwed. Oh yeah, he will do something to your computer, and you will have major issues for the rest of your life. Yeah, at the company. This guy will. Yeah, he he's can and will shit screw you straight onto your keyboard. So definitely tell someone in person. And do something about it. That's why you don't take your food back at like fast food restaurants. Like they're going to do something to your burger. Right. After. You know what? The other thing is keep some wet ones in your own, you know, at least protect yourself. Like keep the sanitizer on. Yeah. You. Keep the sanitizer, the wet ones, the like sanitizing things so you can wipe your own keyboard off. Maybe this guy's just building up immunity because he's touching all these unsanitized keyboards all the time. And he's like, you know what? If I wash my hands all the time, I might get sick. Come on in, Brett. I don't. I don't think. That oh, that's man. The, case. the magic is. bullet Brett, makes, would you makes like another mid podcast entrance. Wow, Brett's gonna hit the champagne. You can have you can have Dylan's. I was supposed to make you a copy of that key, and I just haven't done it yet. Sorry. Brett's here. It's okay, man. Um, yeah, we gotta go install oh. internet in the new office. Can't wait. When will they be there? Congrats. Cheers. When are they gonna be Brett's there? Brett's here. Uh, they're in Lakeway right now, so however they want that driver. Shouts to Lakeway. I used to live there. Major shouts to Lakeway. Brett, you wanna hop on the pod for a sec? Great suburb. No, I gotta do. He's, he's got a. He's got a. Well, My have... keys are right there. Yeah, you know what? You know which one to look. Which one it is? Man, Brett. Two pop-ins in one day? Yeah, you're no a mess one's, today. No one's doing that. And now you have to go they sit in an empty office just getting internet for AT&T. Right no. Yeah, they, they can... Should we... He'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be loud we'll enough. Figure it out. Producer Will says, not loud enough. <laughs> uh, all right, Brett. Well, it's been fun seeing you. I bet yeah. yeah. Odds. Yeah. <laughs> And Brett is yeah, chugging Brett a Brett chugs a fruit of champagne. Cheers. Happy okay. Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Here you go, Dylan. A little more for oh, you. Okay, thanks. Bye, Brett. Bye, Brett. Sorry for the I pause. Think, I think it's podcast. safe to say Brett's having his toughest day since joining Wash Media today. This is a party podcast today. He, yeah, but he, he, has a pretty, he has it pretty good. Yeah, he does. Brett's, Brett's doing I'm okay. not feeling bad for Brett. You guys want the next question? Yeah, let's go to the next one. Hey, y'all. So a guy I grew up with 
who always who has always considered me to be a very close friend of his, but I've never really reciprocated. I can't talk. I'm sorry. It's all right, man. He just got engaged. A little backstory. He had a failed engagement a few years ago to one of my good friends where he asked me to be his best man. Since then, since that ended, we have drifted apart, but he has recently been making an effort with me to become friends again. <laughs> Sally just did the add me on the Grom kid on accident with the bottom of my champagne. I'm flip. so sorry, you guys. With We're the news of his apart. engagement, I'm thinking he might ask me to be in his wedding party again. Yeesh. I don't know. I don't know his fiance and I'm not his biggest fan. So can I say no if he asks or do I need to grit my teeth and support him? Thanks for the advice. Love the pod. Shout out to Dave, owner of a Bluetooth speaker rough. Um, this is a tough one. This, I, although I think it will be a really hard thing to do, I think you have to break it to him that you're not like best man material or even groomsman material for him. I agree. Because it, I mean, looking, you don't want to look back on it and be like, oh, that's the wedding that I was someone's best man when I didn't even really like him that much. Like it was, just, it's, I would, that would eat me. It would like eat at me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what if this guy doesn't have any other people he can ask? Maybe you need to do a little, um, little do you know research what I'm saying? first. Yeah. Because, okay, the fact that he was the best man for the, or potentially the best man for the failed engagement, right? And I guess that was year, a couple of years ago. So, like, things have probably changed since then, and they've drifted apart. Surely, he's not going to ask him to be the best man. But no, no, but it's weird because then, uh, I mean, from somebody who has recently had to choose a wedding party, uh huh. Like, if that fell through, and say that my best man and I like grew apart over the next five years, I'd have a really weird situation. It'd be a really weird situation for me to be like, "Hey, I'm going to choose somebody else," even though you were this a couple years ago. That would just be really awkward. What about heading it off and just being like, "Hey." So excited for you and so and so. Like, please don't feel obligated. Like, I know that we're not as. I don't know. I think you block his number. <laughs> and that would be pretty this crushing if I if I went up to the guy who I thought was my best friend in the world. I was like, "Hey, I want to be my best man." And if he was like, "Nah," like I just don't think we're that close. Like that would crush me. So maybe you just do just bear it. I think you got to just grin and bear it oh. because you know what? This is more about him than it is about you. Unfortunately. And if someone asks you to be a part of their wedding, barring like you being like, you know, leaving the country, uh, nine months pregnant, whatever, I don't think that there's really an excuse for you to yeah. say no. Ta- after talking through it, I, I'm, a, I'm officially on that side. I just think that uh, just consider it a good deed that yeah. you're doing for your for your. And, and maybe he won't. Like maybe this guy is not going to. Maybe he won't ask you. Maybe he'll feel obligated to ask you to be a groomsman because you were his previous best man, but he won't ask you to be best man. Especially if you're just a groomsman. If you're just a groomsman, you've got to say yes. Just do it. Best man, I think you... The only excuse you really could have is to just be like, hey, I would like love for you to get the experience that you should you deserve, and I am... XYZ, busy with work, yeah. broke, blah, blah, blah. Can't plan your bachelor party, that kind of thing. Right. And maybe blame it on that, but you can't say, like, we're not close enough for you to Yeah, be. you're right. Like, the uh, the way I looked at choosing wedding party may be different from Will. I've been a part of a lot of weddings, and I'm only having my sisters. You're very popular. We get it. No, but I'm saying there are people 
that I've been in their weddings that of course I would want them to be in my wedding. But there's people that have been in their weddings that maybe now, like five years later, we're not as close as we were five years ago. And I don't feel the need to like invite them to be part of my day. So I don't like maybe this guy, maybe the friend is like, we've drifted apart. Maybe he won't invite him. But if he does, you, you need to say yes, I think. And then you can be as involved as you want. And like, you can just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't make the bachelor party, whatever. No, you have to go to, the, if you're the best man, you have to go to the bachelor. Well, party. I'm saying if he's a groomsman. That being said, if he is the best man and there are other groomsmen, I think you shift a lot of responsibility to the groomsmen. To make sure that everything goes off without a hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Best man, traditionally, they are the ones who take on all the responsibility. Right. In this guy's case, you start doling out tasks to people. Yeah. But as we've talked through it, I do think that if this guy wants it, it's his wedding day. Yeah. You just make gotta, his day. Yeah. Do it. He doesn't have to be your best man. Maybe. Or even in your wedding. So yeah. like you don't. Yeah. It, it would crush him if you just dealt him the harsh truth. And you can't. You can't. Well, like I was thinking about earlier, I was like, you can't go and try to preemptively strike and be like, Hey, like if you're going to ask me, don't, yeah, you know, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. And don't tell him no, unless you legitimately have some actual real reason, like word medical or some crazy new job or something. Cause otherwise you just are going to come off like a dick. Just be nice, be there for him. And then you don't have to have him for yours. So, and filling out your wedding party, on both sides of it, it can create some serious uh, turmoil. It's something amongst, that scares me still. Friends. I mean, yeah. I've kind of determined who's doing what for my wedding. And there are people who have no tasks at all. Yeah. Who I want involved on a like very high level as if they were groomsmen. And it's a numbers game. Yeah. And when the, my wedding nears, all those people will know how much they mean to me by how I interact with them yeah. and, and involve them in things. But I don't want them to harbor resentment starting today before my wedding. And I even stressed out a lot over which order they would be standing next to me at the altar. We're doing like, height. I stressed about it. We do in height. Which is a smart way to do it, but that's not how I do I it. I will say, um, I get that, and I think you feel that a lot. For all of our listeners who are younger, who are like in the 22 to 26-year-old range, those people, you're going to care. You're going to be upset that someone didn't yeah. ask you or that they put you in the house party versus or made you an usher versus actual wedding party or that you stood at the end of the line. But as you get older and you've been to enough weddings, you're going to realize that that shit does not matter at all. Yeah. And after you've been in several, you're going to be like, I would rather actually not be a part of your wedding. Like it's always an honor, but sometimes it's just nice to be a guest and yeah. celebrate them versus... You can't take it personally because that person, yeah. the person who's planning their wedding is trying to pick people who are there to support them and you can't make it about you. Yeah. When I was filling out my, like the order, I basically, I was ranking my friends. Yeah. You know, Height like, is always like a you great. Guys, you guys are my seven best friends in the world. Yeah. But now I'm going to rank you from my best to my, to the worst. And it just, I just felt like it, it is a weird. lot of the weddings I've been a part of have gone strictly by height. And then there, that, there's no, I ask a question, the, the maid of honor, the best man stand next to you. And then it's all height. Yeah. Do you go tall to shortest or shortest? You to go tall, tall to shortest. Tall to short. Man, that's an L for the person on the, on the far end. I mean, I know how you're, yeah. Then you make him feel worse. Yeah. It's like, bad about being well, like, so, not only my so life. for girls, to be, to be honest, I was last in line for uh Lily and Drew's wedding. And I did not feel bad about that at all. I was a late addition to the wedding party. So that was already an honor. 
but being on the end, it was like kind of like, man, I'm just kind of like over here trying to see over people's shoulders to see Especially the, see the real action. Maybe they was just right all, at the front. That's right. I was up. made of honor. Maybe they just all draw numbers or something. That's the order you stand draw in. Draw straws. Yeah. I'm going to go alphabetical. Because the short guy on the end, it's like, ugh, all right. See, th- for girls, that doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but and guys, I was a I was in a wedding a year and a half ago that four of the girls were pregnant, so all the pregnant girls stood at the end so that they could go sit down if they needed to. So for girls, it's like, oh, I'm the shortest, don't care, like I'll stand at the end, or oh, I'm pregnant, I want to be able to sit down. Sometimes being on the end is nice because if you feel like you're gonna faint, you're right there, you can just walk right over, sit down. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Want to talk right. me undies? I would love to talk me undies. Okay. Because you know what, we made it. It's the holidays, baby. Oh, yeah. If there's ever a time just to throw on some comfy pants and chill out, it's right now. MeUndies wants you to treat yourself in some, with some self-care and truly relax after all the hustle and bustle in the softest undies and loungewear on earth. I mean, they're so soft, they should be illegal, guys. Think about it. It's cold out. It's dark at like 4 p.m. It's just really depressing outside. You need to go home. You need to slap on some me undies pants or underwear for that matter and just enjoy yourself. Time to get cozy. I have a question. It's cozy season. When they say they're cozy, I know you're going to ask, Sally. Like, they say they're cozy. How cozy are they? Yeah. When they say they're cozy, they mean it with undies that are three times saucer than the cotton in the cutest wintry prints and colors. Okay, but my question was, I was going to pack them for my trip this weekend because they're so comfortable. But if they're so comfortable... They're illegal. Like, should I not? Am TSA I might stop you. Uh, See, they're not actually miss? illegal. They should be illegal. Okay. 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 The point you're right. You're right. Do you guys know they make robes as well? Um, no. For men and women. Wow. Yep. Did not. Huge game changer. They also make new soft slippers that, of course, match the whole fam with their cute new baby bodysuit as well. Think about this. They got everything. This isn't just an underwear company, people. This ain't your grandpa's underwear company. It's me undies. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash mail-in. That's MeUndies.com slash mail-in. For any of those couples who are looking to send out a holiday card um, against your significant other's will because... You feel like you've been together for five years, but you're not married yet. A great thing to do is to get matching onesies and then take pictures in front of your Christmas tree. Buy me undies. That's what I'm saying. Wow. So get the Christmas print onesies, get in front of that Christmas tree, the Dylan rated, hopefully in the top, like at least above eight. And then get a picture, send that shit out as a holiday card. People are going to love it. People love matching pajamas. You know what I hate? Especially when they're comfortable. What? getting christmas cards what because you feel obligated to return one no i just feel like it's a it's a lot of clutter so i put them on my tree on your on tree. tree i stick them i stick them in the tree what Whoa, no one's yeah. no one's doing no that. no one is doing that i literally do it so it looks cool my mom has a thing that like is a tree and it has these little like card holders and so that you stuff the cards in the tree and as more cards come the tree gets filled up my sister does the thing where she has a side table and she puts all of them out. So I started doing that and Will hates it because he thinks it just looks like clutter. But I love it. because it's, it's legitimately clutter. One of our other friends, uh, this like is a it, great though. idea, has ribbon on each side of a doorway okay. that like is in their kitchen and they clip them all to the ribbon. So like 
that door just I gets like that. filled up. I love it. I think it's so sweet. Like okay. I love that our friends. They look good on a mantle. Yeah. I like. I like it getting them. I like. I like that people are thinking about me and they think that I'm so close that I should get a Christmas card. It's just. It's a lot sometimes. I mean, the well, older we get, it's just. It's just a lot. Will is about to marry into a family where Christmas cards are probably the most important thing that we do together as a family. I can just. You don't. Have, you didn't have to. Your family is very much a Christmas card family. Yeah, I, I can tell. Uh, we Matching have award, outfits. Award-winning Christmas cards. Matching outfits? Uh, depends on what the theme is. So there's a theme every year. <laughs> of course. And one year, this is when our Christmas cards started really amping up. Uh, one year we did the Young Bunch, and we all took pictures. We were all wearing black, and each of us took individual pictures, like looking in different directions, and then we made it into what looked like the Brady Bunch. I remember seeing this at your house. Yeah, we it's actually framed in a large version yes. at our house. Uh, and each Christmas card theme since then has, we took one that is all of us on my dad's Harley or around it. And then it said, happy holidays. And holidays was crossed out and said Harley days. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Will, one. like you're about to marry into a family that's like, so into Christmas cards. You need to get into it. Get into it, dog. I do. I love getting Christmas cards. I love it. It's I cool. think I I think it's so special to know that your like friends are still thinking about you. I love one of my girlfriends, we got theirs the other day. It doesn't have a picture of them, but it's like a really festive card and on the back is a handwritten note. I'm like, you that's so sweet. If you're Very doing thoughtful. a handwritten note, that is so nice. You're in my you're on my good list for the year. <laughs> You're not. Hey, on the no one. Was... No one's doing handwritten notes. It's, it's, it's great. Really nice. Are you guys ready for the next question? Yes. Yeah. What are your suggestions for a first Christmas gift for someone you are newly seeing? I've been seeing this guy for about six months now, and I try to find a gift that falls somewhere between the we're still getting to know each other and we've been dating for years and have spent serious money on each other's gifts. Stages of dating. Uh, the cadence of that sentence yeah, was, was very tough. difficult. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Any and all suggestions are welcome. Love the pod. So here's why I included this question. I know it's not a sexy question, but it's kind I of sexy. promise I like you, it. I've gotten, I this week I got maybe seven questions almost identical to this one. So people are very curious. It's a, it's a question that I have often, not often dealt with, but I've dealt yeah. with it numerous times in the past. Lots of people are wondering the same shit. People like to start dating around the holidays. It's cuffing season. It's cuffing season. Yeah. Did Brad State write this about him? <laughs> Question. I mean, they, they've been on, they've seen each other once, so yeah. I don't, I don't Enough champagne, this, Sally. Yeah, he's <laughs> okay. on the rosé. Okay. All right, so they've been This is a good question, for though. For six months. So you're definitely in gift territory at that point, obviously. Yeah. What do you think is the shortest amount of time to be giving someone a gift? Two months. Two months? Yeah. I think that's a good cutoff. Yeah. Um, no jewelry. Absolutely. Too early for jewelry. Very Let's true. just throw okay, that out I'm the window. Da- just to be clear, if I'm dating someone for like a month, I might get them like a nice bottle of wine or something. Yeah, well, or that, take them on a fun date. But that's like, not much of like a Christmas. Yeah, but you like I'm getting them something to say like, hey, you mean yeah. something to me. But let's we're still uh, feeling it out. Yeah, we're still right, it but out. You, okay, <laughs> I totally agree about the no jewelry thing. Yeah, that's first just, of it all, says too much. Personally, I don't think that you should ever. Uh, jewelry is okay. I think past probably a year. And you should never get someone jewelry that's a ring unless it's an engagement ring until you get engaged. Do you agree? Jewelry with that? is a statement gift. Jewelry is a statement gift, and earrings, necklace, bracelet are all fine. Yeah, rings are different. But story. do not get someone a ring unless you're going to get them an engagement ring. Personally, 
Okay. Six mm. months out though, no jewelry. So what are you thinking? I don't I, I say keep it under a hundred bucks. Okay. Nothing no, nothing too serious. Like um I don't know. Here's a question. <laughs> I don't know. Is getting something like I'm not a good gift giver. A gift card for a massage too impersonal. No. Like a little spa day, a little no, treat yourself. Not at all. I think I think if it's a girl, uh-huh. if you're shopping for a girl, something like that is perfect. Okay. I think if you're shopping for a guy, then you get him like a gift card to like his favorite bar or something. What? Like- bar or restaurant. Okay. So like, because if you're going there and watching football on Sundays and stuff like that, if you have a gift card for like 150 bucks or something, gift you're psyched. Gift cards can be a little impersonal in my opinion. I think for actual things like a massage are less impersonal because it's like I want you to get a massage versus like here's a gift card to Cheesecake Factory for $100. Maybe they're not going to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but guys unwind at bars. Like that's um, why I would say like if he's got a favorite bar or restaurant, like a gift card there would go a long way. I somehow think shopping for guys is more difficult than shopping for girls because I think girls you can get like you could get like a really nice like a scarf or um god now I can't think of any gifts. What would you want? Like what would you want as a gift? 6 months in? Yeah. Um I'm not a good gift giver. I'm even worse at telling people what I want as a gift. So I I don't know. I don't know. Um, if I want something I just go buy it. That's that's true. Uh, what about is he into golf? Like, could you get him golf balls? That's a good one. Sure. Like personalized golf balls. Is that too nice? No, too it's not too nice at all. Definitely not. Too okay, nice. so if he's into golf, personalized golf balls. That's uh, a good one. Or any other sport, like something sporting equipment, you could get him. I think, guys. No, you have to be careful with sporting equipment. Well, you don't want to go get a golf club. Or some something. people are very particular about their stuff, and but they like don't golf want, balls, they don't want some pretty... crappy like club off golf, whatever dot com. Okay, but I'm saying like <laughs> golf balls is like a pretty easy, yeah, thing to do. Um, get him some Callaways with his initials on them. Get him a scarf, maybe, or like items of clothing. I sweater, feel like, scarf, like sweater, scarf, upgrade his style, belt. A belt is nice. Um, Wallet? Is that too? Is that too far? No, it's not too far. No, I don't think so. I th- I think guys like an essential. Getting an essential, like I think, would be a nice thing. Is nice. Yeah, I think it'd be good. You want to? I think you want to spend around a hundred dollars, maybe a okay. hundred to two hundred, because you can't go so cheap. You can't get them like a hat. Yeah, then I'd it's say like, keep it a hundred. Maybe first. a hat's like. I think I was off on that. Not great, but I think items of clothing are good. You can't go just socks, but you can go scarf. You know what I'm saying? You need to make it enough of a gesture, but also like not so much of a gesture. Like don't get him a guitar. Like don't get him. Don't get him a trip for two to, uh, you know, Puerto Vallarta. The trip I don't hate. The trip well, okay. It's, it's the trip for, for two. Yeah. But here's what I don't hate. What if you did like a little staycation, a night at a, a fun hotel in your your area? That can I can I ask a question regarding something that was said very early on in this question? Uh huh. Why is going on like a really nice date off limits for this? It's not. 
I don't think if I, if I, if a, if a girl I was dating for six months was like, tonight we're going to this nice steakhouse or a very nice seafood restaurant or just a nice restaurant in town. Everything's on me. Let's have some fun. I'd be like, this is a great gift. We're going to, we're going to have an absolute blast. Like I, this is something you normally wouldn't do for yourself, especially like you're not going to nice restaurants at a young age when you're single all did that Did I often. say that or did Dylan say that? I don't... I think one of... I think you did, actually. Okay. I, I recant that statement if I said it because I, I agree. I think as a girl, especially as a girl, to be like, hey, let's go on a nice date. I'm going to do the whole thing is really nice. Yeah. It's a kind of a power move, too. It's like, hey, we're going here. But in that same vein, you could also tonight. do like a night staycation somewhere. Yeah, like, but staycations have a lot of implications to them. I don't know if you do that. Months six, months is, six months is too short. I don't think six months is too short. You've probably met each other's parents by now. Like going and staying at a swanky hotel in your city for one night and like letting it all be on you is like a fun holiday thing to do. Man, what back to what Will said, a girl taking charge and planning a date is tight. It's the best. It is tight. It's the best. Good call. I also think any sort of I like clothing item is probably fine too. Yeah. It's, just make it a staple one. Yeah. Like make, just, make it something that they own maybe already want, that's nicer than something they right. own. Something that needs an upgrade. An upgrade. But you don't want to be like, here's a pair of pants. Like, that's lame. You want it to be something that adds to their wardrobe and maybe it's an upgrade. Like maybe. a monogram turtleneck or something. Like a monogram turtleneck. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I've got two more. You, guys, okay. you want this next one? Yeah. Are you guys ready for this heat? Bring it. Y'all talked a good bit last pod about how different you are in comparison to your early 20s and how you've grown. So I was wondering, what's some stuff that you wish you'd realized when you were in your early 20s or just advice that's not the same tired cliches? This is a good question. Um, we had we did say this last time about like getting married too young and you don't really know who the hell you are yet. Um, I don't, it's not like an epiphany I had along the way or anything like that, but you go through shit and you learn shit about like life in yourself, and you just naturally evolve into the person you are when you're 30. I don't know. I mean, it's just, and it's just like general maturity too as you get older. Um, one thing I will say is I used to get incredibly bad Sunday scaries. Huh, what are those? What are those? Um, about how I had acted that weekend or things that I had done or like especially being out with friends and I wish that I wouldn't have been so hard on myself because I think everyone is going through it. So the anxiety that you're having may be real to you, but everyone else is having that exact same anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Man, your early 20s is probably the worst anxiety. I mean, a horrible anxiety. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life, but much also less like, my job and my relationships. Remember when you would go out and be like, God, I like made out with that person at a bar. Like That's so embarrassing. What's his name? Okay. Yeah, so. we'll run up on him. What's his address? <laughs> or like you did something really stupid or you just were drunk or like maybe you were a bitch to your friend and like all those things seem like the end of the world on a Sunday when you're hungover and they really aren't like you really are going to get past it. And even if like whatever you are doing like doesn't fulfill you yet and like maybe you're really hating going to your job on Monday, know that like you're young and you have time to figure it out and Mm -hmm. don't feel so bad because you're not the only one. Like every single other person is going through it. Yeah. Mistakes. I mean, we're all going to make mistakes. Uh, What's important is like you learn from them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're all going to go through like just downturns and sadness and all that. But that's, 
like you you learn like what makes you that way and and how to like grow and deal with it better in the future and like it's all it's all just part of the process of like figuring all this shit out i really do i think if i could go back and do my 20s again i would do it the same because i think there's so many things that i learned in my 20s about how to live like how to be happy how to deal with sadness how to approach friendships things like that and even though at the time it felt like everything was really dramatic and maybe like I was really self-centered and things like that I think I needed to live through all of that to be who I am now you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and also don't beat yourself up don't the biggest advice I would have is don't compare yourself to other people because I remember looking around and being like they're in a relationship they're getting married and I'm still single going to bars or well, yeah, and it's this always, person is buying a house and it's I'm not as, like, it's not as good as you perceive it right. either. Like this person's doing whatever. And I am like barely making rent or all of those things that you are looking at and comparing yourself to, especially with social media and like Instagram and stuff. You have to remember that the people you're comparing yourself to are only presenting the happiest parts of their life and not what they're going through every day. And they may have extra support that you don't have. So like, just it's it's really hard not to, but don't compare yourself to other people. I think is what I would say mm-hmm. is the most probably still cliche, but like important lesson I learned in my twenties. Comparison is a thief of joy. I learned that from Soup Peddler, the local smoothie place, <laughs> when they put it on their <laughs> sign. Thank you. Can I give my one piece of advice? Yeah. yeah. Go out on a limb once in a while. Oh, I was shit. too scared in my twenties, like to to talk to girls I liked to send emails about certain things I would maybe want to do personally or professionally, reaching out to people. Like it's amazing how, if you just send some emails, like you might get some answers back and it's, it can be very defeating to be like, I'm talking solely professional life to like apply for jobs and stuff like that and not hear back. But sometimes you just have to like figure out what you want to do, take it and like send some emails and hope that something sticks. And even if you're doing something that's like not your ideal situation, if it's an improvement, then just go do it. That's how I always felt. Kind take, of play like you have nothing to lose because you really don't. You taking don't. chances. Dude, honestly, when you like came into my office that day, like, hey, let's do a podcast. I was like, uh, no. I mean, <laughs> I like I, I don't feel I was like, I don't feel comfortable talking in front of people at all. And I don't know how many thousands of people are going to hear what I have to say. And I got I was just so uncomfortable. I, I was almost like, nah, somebody else. And think about how my life would be different right we had now to do it, had right? I like not done that. We had to do it. But I took a chance and I was nervous as hell, but I still did it. But I had a long weren't drive. Weren't you 42 when you made that decision? Or Sally? I had a long drive and I was like in the car. I was driving back from seeing Sally in Houston and I was like listening to a podcast and I was like, God damn it. It is so stupid. We don't have podcasts. Like we need a, <laughs> we need a podcast right now. And I was like, I don't care what we do. We're recording something this week and releasing it and just gauging the temperature. Sure enough, it uh, worked out. Way to go. But there's a lot of stuff like that in my early 20s that just like I I just was too scared to make any moves on because you don't feel like you have any like cloud or whatever. But like like you said, everyone's figuring it out. So you might as well take advantage of confidence and try to like have some when you go into any situation and try to own it. I agree. Oh, that was a good question. That was a good question. Real deep. That's another one we got a few times, actually, because we talked about yeah last episode. Making decisions and when it, you're it, young. It made some... Okay. People start to wonder. Uh, we have one more. Let's knock it out. What's up, guys? This is Randy from Abilene. Just to hop right into it, what is your dollar amount threshold to where you would deem a bachelor party 
too expensive to go on. I know this is extremely relative, but here's my situation. I'm 24 years old, and I've been working for a year and a half, so I'm not exactly banking. I've been on a handful of bachelor parties, like going to Lake Tahoe to hit up the casinos or Scottsdale for golf, but all have been significantly less than the $1,600 all-inclusive amount for this Lajitas trip I've been invited on. The all-inclusive amount accounts for a private jet to and from Lajitas, unlimited golf, lodging, food, spa, drinks, the whole nine yards. The guy getting married was my roommate junior at college, and I consider him a good friend. We've always stayed in touch, but I've rarely seen him post-college. Excluding him, I would know three out of the 14 guys going on the trip, so it's not like all my boys are attending this and I'm not. I know this is an ideal bachelor party trip, but damn, $1,600 for two and a half days just seems like a lot. Love to hear y'all's thoughts. Thanks. Wow. First thing I'll say is this sounds like a tight bachelor party. I'm about to change all my if plans this to was, go to If this was 1600 for a, a different party that was just like in Vegas or something and someone was asking to Venmo yeah, you that, then you're, it's like, all right. Did he say Lajitas? Lajitas. Lajitas. Yeah. 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 I think know, this, is, this might, be worth, is. This yeah. might okay. be worth budgeting for. Yeah. I mean, okay, if you're truly on a, on a PJ and it's all-inclusive, all you can play golf... And that's it. That is a. I actually looked. I had. I knew about this place, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. I have never seen pictures. I looked at pictures of it last night. It looks so sick. Um, I've had a couple friends go. Actually, Nally went too. Um, it's you need tight. you need you need to find a way to make this trip happen. Yeah, because so, it sounds amazing. Here's the other advice I would give you in your twenties. All inclusive, you're saving a few hundred bucks on right. food and drinks already. It's probably easier for us to say because we're more established probably making more money than this guy not me right now but in the past so it's probably easier for all of us to give the advice of like okay make it room in the budget but when you think about sixteen hundred dollars for the average person i mean that's no it's it's a it's it's a chunk i get it a ton and he's saying he only knows three people on the bachelor party this is what i'll say about it though if you can make it work like this is going to be a really cool experience um, the way, like the fact that he described all of that, like had exactly what you said. If he was like, we're going to, uh, Chicago for the weekend and $1,600. You're like, uh, like what I'll the just, hell? I'll see you at the wedding. Although there are like having been to bachelorette parties, there are bachelorette parties where you go and then you're like, oh my God, I just spent $1,600. Like, yeah. But you're not getting a straight Venmo for the entire thing. Like don't, don't right. ever think what you personally spend at bars. This is like baseline. Right, but Money. I'm saying there are ones where you go that are not like this baller where you're like, you maybe went to Scottsdale for the weekend and I mean, he did say he's gone to Scottsdale, but you maybe did something and then you're like, you get the Venmo later and you're like, oh my God, I spent $1,600. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. So the good thing about this is you know how much it is going into it and you can budget and like maybe not. No surprise cost too. I mean, right. I've been on I've been on trips like this that's not all inclusive and right. you know, we all, you know, Split it up at the end. You're it's like, like, oh my oh, god, this we, dinner was. It, I spent eight hundred dollars on meals and. But and have bars. you ever gotten back from a bachelor party and been sad about the money you spent? No. That's a, look, bachelor parties are like the most fun trips you can go on. Yeah, they really are. I knew, I knew, I think about probably three people on the most recent bachelor party I went to, and it I. Was- yeah, and I ended up leaving there, and like I now I contribute to the group text every once in a while. When That's I saw a- the guys at the wedding, it made the wedding. 10 times more fun 
because I now had this new group of friends that I could go like hang out with and have fun with. Otherwise, I would have been like, oh, that's the wedding party. I don't want to go talk to those right. guys. Like instead, that, I, I gained a bunch of guys and I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. They're my they're my butts now. That's another point for not knowing as many people is that you may go and find friends like that might be a great way to like build some friendships. Um, Look, don't like don't miss rent. You know, if, if, if it's really going to set you back, then you just can't go. If it's yeah. going to if it's going to. Really and don't feel the- bad for saying no because people know that you can't like having planning my bachelorette party right now and will doing the same. You know that people are going out of their way to spend money to come do celebrate you, and I, I am very aware of that. So I'm like, if you're if it's gonna put any sort of hardship on you or like. I'm going to go to Napa. So I have a bunch of friends who are probably going to be pregnant. I'm like, please don't come be pregnant in Napa. You don't need to do that. Like, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Your friend's going to understand. And if you can't do it, you can't do it. But at the same time, this one sounds really dope. And you should try to budget for it. If you would have said, if he would have said it like any other city, like if he was like, oh, we're going to San Diego. And it's going to be $1,600. Yeah. Even though you just went to San Diego and I know you loved it well. I didn't spend $1,600 and we had a really baller time. Right. But if you would have said some random city, I'd been like, eh, but this actually sounds really cool. I would try to. That being said, being on the other side, I've been on both sides. So I have been to a lot of bachelor party, bachelorette parties that have cost me a lot of money and I'm planning one now and you never are planning it being like, I want everyone to spend tons of money on me because a lot of like... A lot of my feeling now having spent money on people is I want to make it easy for people and like I don't want anybody to go out of their way to have to celebrate me. But like Will said, you never regret like you never come home from a bachelor party and be like or a bachelor party and be like, wish I wouldn't have gone to that. I mean, unless you got like arrested or something. But like you're never being like, oh, I'm so bummed that I went to that. Like it's always fun. You're always celebrating a friend. Even if you don't really know anybody there, you're making friends. So it's not a bad experience. If yeah. someone told me before every bachelor party the amount of money that I'm about to spend on that party, I'm going to... Part of my brain is going to be like, I don't want to go anymore. That's a lot of money. But anytime I've ever gone on one and I get back and I look at how much I spent, I'm like, eh, that was money well spent. I'm glad <laughs> I did that. I'm yeah. glad I did yeah, that. Yeah, good call. Wow. Well, guys, I, like, can I go to this guy's bachelor party? This sounds incredible. I'm about to like make that my bachelorette party. As much golf as you, all you can, can play. golf. Well, like I don't. All you can golf. golf. Can all I inclusive. go? Can your dad and I go? <laughs> yeah. This sounds so tight. Where how many nights that includes? Did, did he say? I think he said two and a half. Did you say two and a half days, or did he say two and a half? I days? did not. He said two and a half okay, days. So two nights. So two nights. Yeah. yeah that's I mean. I bet you get there early on Friday morning. On a PJ too. Yeah. Do you have a bonus question, or should we wrap this thing up? I don't have a bonus. Question. That's fine. I'm it's sorry. it's been a it's been a jam packed episode, so I think we'll just save it for the next time. Yeah, I'll have a good one next. All right, time. guys, uh, don't forget the hotline number eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. Um, I believe we're doing an episode next week too. I know it's. Oh, wait, what, what's today's date? No, we still have, it's not even Christmas. We'll have yet. A, we'll have an episode next week and possibly not one the week. Possibly off, not one during Christmas, which week. is actually on Christmas, right? It's a day after. The day after Christmas. Yeah, it would be. Although, there is going to be a special. Can I announce it? Go for it. ASL Alyssa Sally Lily 
all girls answering your Christmas questions episode that's going to be released before Christmas. So send in your questions, send in your voicemails, and we're going to record it and then probably release it prior to Christmas, like maybe that Monday. I think that's a good idea. I, we are pumped about it. We talked about it at the Christmas party. So we okay. answer you all. You need to follow up, though, because drunk conversations don't always follow up uh, to be uh, like We are real recording life. after Alyssa gets done with school, okay. and then we're going to release it the Monday before Christmas. I'm, I'm just saying have the same conversation, but without alcohol involved. Yeah. And we'll see if they have it. It's going to happen because I said it on the podcast. Okay. So. All right, guys. That's it. We'll see you next week. That's Goodbye. That's it. Bye-bye. And you on the ground.